0: Detroit Lions making the course. The Detroit Lions, I think, at this point are the best story in the NFL. They're the most fun team to watch and uh I believe, I believe, I don't know about you, but I believe. Well we are not
1: going to talk about a franchise that's in disarray. No, no, no. No. We are here to talk about the Detroit Lions.
0: (laughs) Detroit line.
1: This is a successful yes,
0: model is a franchise. Is, is he better than Matt Stafford? I don't know. We need, to, we need to have the discussion. But in all seriousness, like they've built the perfect offense around him. This is arguably the best offensive line in the league. Uh Amonra or Amon Ra is becoming uh, an elite receiver. Uh, They've got guys at running back. I've been a DeAndre Swift believer, but he has been incredibly disappointing this year. Just always banged up. But Jamal Williams is just the touchdown machine, so it doesn't matter. Whenever they get in the red zone, it's fucking six points because Jamal Williams. They moved on from TJ Hawkinson. That did nothing. Jameson Williams back, and he looks like a stud, too. I love this offense.
1: I love what they've done because Mm -hmm. so many franchises try to go out and get the quarterback. I like how they tried to build the infrastructure of their team. We are going to have an identity. We're going to be a physical football team. Dan Campbell is an aggressive coach. He seems to be a player's coach, and Mm -hmm. he seems to really care about them. I don't know if it's all football coach, act, guy where it's you know rah-rah kind of like a college mentality really excitable guy Mm -hmm. but right now the players are buying it and to them it's genuine and that's all that really matters it doesn't matter what I think it doesn't matter what the sound bites that we get from Dan Campbell that sometimes really really scare us especially in the offseason but the team is buying into it, and that's the only thing that matters at this point.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm fully here for it. The biggest question mark, I think, that we need to discuss has been the defense overall. The defense hasn't been super impressive. Uh, ever since James Houston came back and has started playing as an addresser, he's been great, and the defense has looked better. But the secondary is really weak middle linebacker for the lions he's been great but outside of that it's not been awesome overall especially in the secondary jeff okuda is underwhelming for considering his draft position and everyone else i think has been below
1: have i thought eight has had a pretty solid rookie season yeah yeah you he know, has a good building block on that defensive mm-hmm. line Last year, Panay Sewell on the offensive line, who also, mm-hmm. he also moonlights as a tight end.
0: Yeah, uh, you know, now he
1: does. Hits up third downs. So, mm-hmm. literally, this is a good time for Detroit because here's the thing that what is going. we are trying to be different in the foundation, the mm-hmm. front office, because here's the other part of it. They had the Rams' first-round pick this year. This is going to be a top five pick. They got the Super Bowl last year. Kudos to Mm -hmm. them. God, this seems to be a recurring theme in L.A. But anyways, (laughs) they got the Super Bowl last year, and now everything has gone wrong, and now Detroit is the absolute beneficiary of this all-in mentality. What also can't be forgotten is what they got from Minnesota in the TJ Hawkinson deal. So Nico, break that down for us.
0: They got a second round pick in this upcoming draft and a third round pick the year after. Um, they, They also gave up a fourth round pick in the deal, but still like moving up from a fourth to a third and acquiring a second round pick for TJ Hawkinson. I know he went very high in the draft, but still being able to get all of that and your team didn't miss a beat without him that's uh excellent move and it also
1: looks like they're almost building it like an nba franchise you're almost right because mm-hmm. it's building blocks to be in the same like time frame you see mm-hmm. what i'm saying like you got you yeah. got Sewell last year you got Hutchison this year you know and they also did well with uh with their, like, later round picks, day two picks and things yeah, of that nature. So absolutely. So they're building it correctly. And, again, I I understand that it's not the sexiest deal when you go offensive line and defensive line in a draft because everybody wants the quarterback. So. But personally, I think that's the way to do it. Whether uh-huh. you get the kid out the draft or you – Your scouting department finds a a guy who was sitting on the bench for a couple years and somebody didn't know how to use his talent correctly. Mm -hmm. I, I don't know, but I will tell you that I think it'd be easier to find a game manager next year on the quarterbacks than it would be to, you know,
0: if you believe in the quarterbacks this year. Personally. Yeah, just- yeah. Well, they I, they got the game manager in the building. That's Jared Goff. He's leading the top five offense this year, so I don't think they'd need to go out and find someone else. I I'm personally in that boat too. I think you go defense defense in the draft, and this team might be good enough to win. I wouldn't mind maybe a day two early day three quarterback pick, because then you got a guy who might work out long term. You get a year to see what he's like. If it doesn't look like he's great, he could probably still be the backup behind the guy you bring in next. Kind of like Jimmy Clausen with the Panthers back in the day when they drafted him in the second round and a year later got Cam Newton. I, I've always been kind of a fan of that strategy and becoming like that quarterback university style and did you, for the Pistons to be in a spot like that versus where they were even uh, 18 months ago is absolutely insane. The Lions, not the Pistons.
1: <laughs> You're in the Ron Wolf mm-hmm. strategy of drafting a quarterback every year. I'm more in the talent not fit. It's talent not need. It's evaluation yeah. not, oh, I need a defensive tackle or I need a quarterback. Yeah. To me, I... I mean, you know what? Say what you want. Kirk Cousins is a game manager. Yeah. Uh, I know people will hate me for saying this, and this might be a wild take for everybody else, but I put a lot of thought into this. Dak Prescott is a game manager.
0: Um, Yeah, it's the same thing as Kirk Cousins.
1: Garoppolo is a game manager. Mm -hmm. There's such a stigma around that. My whole thing is, what can we do to win football games? I thought yeah. that was the goal. The end goal is to be a successful NFL franchise, mm-hmm. and the way to do that is to win football games. Absolutely. And the way to win football games is to not make mistakes.
0: Hmm.
1: Give me a game I, manager any day of the week.
0: Yeah, I I agree. I I think part of the reason why I like that. Strategy of the quarterback every year more for the Lions than other teams is just because they have that wealth of draft assets from the trades they've made. They can kind of afford to it's not throwing away a draft pick quite but kind of like use it like a lottery ticket. Just to give your shot, maybe you get your quarterback this year and uh, a little bit later in the draft. If you don't, then you can go get your guy next year, and you have those picks to trade up if need be, especially because Brad Holmes has hit almost only home runs with his draft picks to this point, so I'd really trust him in Detroit.
1: Former Rams front office person. Mm -hmm. the talent drain here is absolutely (laughs) phenomenal right now okay so you and I kind of disagree on that which is fine I I understand your point of view with that I definitely understand just it's bites at the apple it's the same thing they talk about in the NBA right it's bites at the apple how many times can you just throw something up on the board and you never know if you get a Giannis out of it Mm -hmm. same thing here right you don't yeah. know you have Brady in the building until you have Brady in the building, right? So
0: or Brock Purdy,
1: or Brock Purdy, right? Yeah. Who is also Iowa State legend? Shout yes, out sir. to the Cyclones. Um, mm-hmm. With that being said, I definitely understand that strategy. My only, th- I have one principle on that. Now that the the draft is three days, right? If you're going yeah. to do that, it's always the third day for the quarterback. Then. Yeah.
0: Yeah, day one, yeah day two. I, I want the end of day two, early day right.
1: three. Right. As long as you get your business done in those days, in the first mm-hmm. day, second day, you want to yeah. go ahead and, and take a flyer on a quarterback that you think you see something in. Usually, these are the guys where they're so-called the, the gym rats, the leaders, mm-hmm. the film eaters, whatever. The guys who prepare, right? The guys who... Yeah. Can read a defense. The Guys recognize their hot reads, things of that nature, who end up being what? Game managing mm-hmm. quarterback. So it kind of goes yeah. full circle. With that Absolutely. being said, tell me somebody from this draft that's not Aiden Hutchinson that you've been impressed with from the Detroit Lions, Their their front office hit on.
0: Well, I I got to continue to double down on my guy James Daniels. He's been <clears throat> like kind of incredible coming off the defensive line. Uh my my Lions fan friend Don had let me know that he was actually the only player on the Lions not to make the opening 53 out of this year's draft class and as soon as he made the elevation to the roster, I'm pretty sure he's like leading rookies in sacks or something like that he's got uh pretty close to he's pretty close to putting up sacks at a historical pace coming off the the edge and he had that i'm not sure if you've seen it but it was a pretty viral moment the skip to my Lou pass rush where he does like this fake jump step in the middle oh, yeah. of the pass rush. completely freezes our offensive lineman and then gets to the quarterback that yeah he's put up like five sacks already this season and looks like he's a legitimate opposing end to Aiden Hutchinson as well they also have uh, Kirby Wilson this cornerback who's played pretty well for them he's so basically if you have an injury in your
1: light top three cornerbacks or whatever this guy would be able to fill in for a pitch for like three weeks
0: Yeah, he'd be able to do that and also like he, if you're in a three-wide receiver set and he's on your third receiver who's maybe not like a, the super elite slot guy, I think he can kind of a good system corner, the kind of guy you want to play maybe 500 snaps a year. Anytime that you get an
1: undrafted rookie and he mm-hmm. plays significant snaps for you in the NFL, that is a absolute whatever bonus package you give your scouts – Mm-hmm. That guy gets whatever steak he wants at whatever restaurant he wants to go to around That's your insane. facility basically on that. I I'm mm-hmm. always a big proponent um especially now that the league is so top heavy with yeah. your quarterbacks making 44, 45 million dollars, your now your wide receivers are making crazy money, which I'm mm-hmm. not saying they should not make that money. Listen, get your bread.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It's going to be a t-shirt one day. Trust me. Um, <laughs> you got to hit on some of these late round picks. You got to hit on some undrafted regions You got to be creative. You have to say, what's our system? What's our belief system? Does this person fit it? And make those strides. These are the type of things that happen in New England for a long period of time. And it's good to see a team like Detroit who has suffered through a lot of losing, get into Mm -hmm. a situation where they're making the decisions that we, we give praise to, to the Indianapolis of the world, right? Those are the people that we usually give the kudos to. It is Mm -hmm. good to see the Detroit Lions football, has that going on and is moving in a direction where there's a yeah. four to five year window
0: might be as soon
1: as next it could all year. work out mm-hmm. who knows i can't wait for yeah. those projections you, you never know so with that being said nico send us home tell the detroit fans are they going to the playoffs this season
0: i i I'm a man who chooses to believe. So I'm all aboard the Lions that, that the Lions are going to the playoffs this year. They play the Jets, Carolina, Chicago,
1: and Green Bay. They're getting in. The Detroit are. Lions are going to the Super- They're going to the playoffs. They are actually going to the playoffs. I believe I can't believe I'm saying this. We will have a over 500 detroit lions football team mm-hmm. i don't want to sound hyperbolic but i'll i honestly really believe they can win they can win out 10-7. more likely they go three and one more yeah. likely they go three and one but i see them i can see them winning out and go ten and seven so and we'll end the podcast like that on some happy notes so mm-hmm. we'll have football once a week uh it will be on monday and uh maybe there'll be some betting or whatever but you guys tune in we can't wait to see what the detroit lions do in the playoffs i can't believe i'm saying that for nico i'm vince and uh we'll see you on mondays here at frontrunner podcast collective
0: good night